Blog Talk Radio. Diamonds are forever. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might hurt me.
Miss you the whole time on my mind. 
remember when we first started this song. All the fellas, Tim, Raphael, who me? I'm Dwayne. And I'm an Aquarius. You see, we were over in Trinidad, Tobago for a while. We met a few friends, had a good time, you know. But while we were there, we experienced something called slow wine. No, it's not just drinking. Peace, 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 peace. This is Coach Kyrie in the building, standing in for Vagina Power. And Alexis K. Tyler in the building. That's right. What we got to do tonight is we want to welcome everyone to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got some good stuff going on tonight, all day, every day. I'm waiting on Alexis to call in, so I'm standing in for her right now, just for a hot second. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to see who I got on the line, who some of these early birds that came in. Thank you for being so patient. Uh, I'm waiting on Brother Haki to call in. Um, but Al, call in and press 1. Call uh, Brother Haki, if you already on the line, just go ahead and press 1, and I'll bring you on. Let me see who. Uh, there he goes. Caller from the 410 Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Yes, this is Brother Haki. Greetings to you, uh, Coach Kaye. How you doing, brother? Peace, peace, peace. I'm doing good, peace. Lord. How you feeling tonight? Uh, man, I'm 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 getting better, you know, just doing some little tea. You know, this this kind of cold weather, you know, it's not fit for human habitation uh living here in the West, but uh you know, I'm well, doing, I ain't gonna doing say nothing about I, Look, I ain't going to tell you we had 63 degrees down here in North Carolina today. Man. I ain't going to tell you that. I, <laughs> no, don't, that tell, don't tell me that, bro. I ain't going to say nothing. Don't tell me that. Right. Right. So definitely, bro. Um, so I'm, you know, here in Baltimore, uh, just coming off of, you know, just a powerful weekend. So uh, definitely we look forward to having <clears throat> She had a little technical difficulty she's trying to overcome. Uh, hopefully she'll get that straightened. Uh, she just texted me, and I don't know if she texted you, but we can, you know, kind of keep it going and get Sister Myra if she's available. Or, you know, I absolutely, can say a few words as well. Absolutely, Sister Myra is on the line. I see her right there. Uh, call her from the 336-965. Your mic is wide open. What's your name and where you calling from? Okay, this is Sister Myra sitting on the phone listening to you two. Holding it down until we can get the ladies of the hour or of the next two hours on the line. Um, oh, we're going to get at you. know, Spirit going to bring her on in. She knows she got to make a grand entrance. <laughs> she just having, like um, I said, she's just having a little technical difficulty, so, but she, she'll be on here shortly. But I am thankful yeah. and grateful that my mama is on the phone tonight, too. So thank you, mama, for joining us tonight. Well, yes, uh, uh, of course, uh, the resident astrologer. I will be doing my <laughs> cosmic corner <laughs> every Wednesday night. Oh, well, so. good then, because look, I, I was with a, I was, and this is why I say, Sister Mario, you hear me say this too. I say, teamwork makes the dream work. Because I told Alexis, I said, I can't be on to like nine thirty ten because I got a client. But she called me and was like, hey, hop on here and do this right quick. You know me, we're going to get this thing done. You know what I'm saying? No matter whom or what. So that's what we say. Teamwork makes the dream work. We appreciate everybody for joining us tonight. Original Native Radio, Alexis K. Tyler, Vagina Power. 
Brother Haki, and our resident Cosmos Mama, Big Mama Magic up in the building, Sister Myra. Um, I got two other people. They're on the line. I'm going to just get their names real quick so I can put them in for Alexis when she gets over here. Call her from the 267. Your mic is wide open. Can I get the name and where you call her from? Oh, I think they just press one. They, um, they might not even want to get on. Let me see. Call her from the 714. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Uh, this is Lisa. I'm calling from San Diego. How is everybody? Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Peace. Hey, Hi. Peace. Wonderful. Good. All righty now. We got some family members on the line. Uh, my client just came back. Sister Myra, she said I was talking a lot. She had to take a bathroom break. So, Brother Haki, I'm going to turn it back over to you. I'm going to put my mic back on mute and go back to some other business, and I'll probably be back in about another 30. But I'm going to be sure. looking to see when Alexis comes on. As soon as she comes on, okay. I will open her mic up, okay? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, well, thank you all uh, for tuning in uh, this Wednesday. I was about to say Tuesday. It's uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here uh, for the B- Vagina Power Series. And definitely it's an honor and pleasure to sit in. Uh, and we're going to do this each and every uh, Wednesday evening, 9. I believe we're going to go maybe two hours this evening, it looks like, and we may be able to go a little long. I know that uh, this is a little different from how I do my show. Uh, so uh, I think you're, you're able to stay on the phone actually a little little bit after, and you can uh, keep the after party, shall I say, going on. But generally just let everybody know. <clears throat> Let the listeners know I'm a little bit under the weather So I'm not going to try to talk a whole, whole lot And we have uh, two persons on here uh, as well But let me just let everybody And thank those in the Baltimore area Power Pack weekend And I, and I think, Sister Myra I need really need to be sitting myself down <laughs> Been running a whole, whole lot And I'm trying to do some tea right now To catch back up <clears throat> With my uh, okay. sore throat, but it's been getting a little better. But um, we had several uh, events this weekend. Uh, uh, first, uh, Renoko Rashidi was in Baltimore, and of course, I had him on my uh, show um, some weeks yeah. ago, maybe last week or a few weeks ago, as well as uh, your one of your brothers from down there in Fayetteville, uh, Doctor Lean Bay, was in Baltimore oh, this uh, good. Yeah. yes Wonderful. yes this this past Saturday, so. I was uh, made it there uh, for the whole event um, that uh, uh, Saturday. And then on Sunday, of course, well, first, Sister Myra, I'll just happen to let you know that the Ravens were victorious. Can we get a where, – where is that? Do we got that, that, that noise, that, that hand clap stuff that, that y'all do? I don't know if Kaya is still there, but let me, let me give a special hand clap. Well, shout If you remember now, if you remember when I was there last year in February, what yes. did I tell? What was the last thing I said? I said, look for Baltimore, you know, to be a factor this year. So, uh, of course, I have my personal favorite when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But remember the theme of my uh, lecture, and it was all about <clears> – <throat> Uh, the uh, Pittsburgh, the Steelers representing the royal daughter of character who had been taken down, you know, because uh, we're in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. And who was supposed to come forth and this year and redeem that royal daughter, none other than the royal son, which is the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. So things are lining up. 
exactly mm. as I had predicted. Of course, my, now that my personal favorite, you know, is out of the picture, now I can look at the bigger picture as to what, you know, um, was indicated um, uh, last year. So I would look for Baltimore to step up and, um, you know, redeem, symbolically redeem the fallen daughter who was taken down uh, last year. They're in the same division, which makes them brother and sister. They both are dealing with royalty because Baltimore being the circle of vow, if you spell that B-A-E-L, you have the royal son who fell from the highest. Uh, to the lowest, and now it's time for him to heal and step back up and his power so he can redeem the royal daughter. Um, you know, and um, then uh, I found out, as a matter of fact, that our whole division represents a royal division because you had um, the Steelers, the EL and Steelers, identify the, the royalty, and then uh, of course, Baltimore, as we talked about that, and Baltimore is Leo energy, which re- makes it royal, which makes it the sun, so the royal son, uh, the brother of the royal daughter, the, the Steelers. But then as we look at the, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, they also made the playoff this, this year, uh, and um, you, you will see the EL in Bengals also, um, you know, even if, it, even if it's turned around and still – representing that E-L or that L-E, which is royalty. And then look at the the Cleveland Browns, which is the four teams in the division with us. Uh, So if you look at the Cleveland Browns, you also see the E-L in there, in the uh, Cleveland, Mm. as well as uh, combining it with the Browns. So our whole division, the whole division uh, represents a royal division. So Mm -hmm. definitely looking for the magical to see the Ravens, are, um, of course, the magic, the hidden magic, the hidden black magic. So um, definitely looking for them uh, to step up, uh, make the Super Bowl, and redeem the royal daughter. Now, I know that the um, the um, the Packers are no longer in the uh, playoff scene anymore either. They got beat. So what I'm looking at uh, symbolically, and remember, anytime you're dealing with spirit and symbolism, Whatever you're seeing, there's always going to be something you're not seeing. So you have to stay flexible. But at this point in time, with Baltimore uh, following through, like I had um, anticipated, uh, but now both the Steelers and uh, the Packers being out of the game, uh, I'm looking at the 49ers, actually. You know, the the, the Ravens against the 49ers. Because when you add up the four and the nine, you get the, uh, the four again. You get uh, 13, which is four. Uh, and if you look at San Francisco, uh, we're still dealing with the, the day element again, you see, as we did with the Packers. So, um, But we may be stepping it up a level. Now, I know that um, the San Francisco has held – uh, the gay title for a long time now, and I know it's kind of shifted around here and there. I know Atlanta was the black gay capital, um, and then we, uh, the Packers, definitely uh, represented uh, the, the homosexuality. But now we're looking at maybe San Francisco. Um, we can also look at um, the Giants now. The Giants uh, played a role in the prior Super Bowl when we took our powers back when they beat New England. Uh, it was symbolic of the sleeping giants taking their power back, taking back the harp and the 
uh, the goose that laid the golden egg, <laughs> which is prosperity, and harp was the ability to control the weather. So when the uh, Giants beat the, the New England Patriots, then that was symbolic of us taking our power back. So they're in the mix also, and the Giants has a quarterback name, what? E.L. Manning. So we're still dealing with the L, the royalty, mm-hmm. and Manning. So that would, that would represent the royal man. <laughs> So it's really interesting how this is going to lay out. Are we going to have two royal sons, like the Giants and the Baltimore Ravens, fighting it out to be the ones to redeem the royal daughter? Are we going to have, um, you know, um, the New England Patriots? Are we going to have the patriotic spirit or uh, the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, which, uh, of course, like I said, that, that adds up to four. And I, I'm not missing the connection in that four uh, with Beyonce and um, Jay-Z because they call themselves the 44. The daughter that they had, Ivy Blue, was also adds up her number as the four. Uh, so they are really um, tying in on that four, that number four. They got the whole fourth floor, I heard, of the hospital. So what is that in connection to uh, the San Francisco 49ers? And then if you add that four and nine, you still get the four here. So all of it, you know, is still yet to be revealed, but that's how it's um, playing out. And right now um, my money is on the Ravens because I would love to see the scenario uh, symbolically of the royal son redeeming the royal daughter, the fallen mm-hmm. royal daughter. So <laughs> so you got a preview of my Super Bowl symbology. Um, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that rolls. But um, right now I'm like, go Ravens. Go hidden black magic because that's what the Ravens represent. The hidden black magic. So, mm, okay. Beautiful. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 No, you didn't climb through the window. <laughs> I hope you have some pants on, girl, when you climb through that window. Please say you have some pants on. <laughs> oh, no. What, what, you, what, you had another occupation? You know how to how to get indoors and stuff? <laughs> well, sometimes you got to know how to nigger rig shit. I ain't getting into that on now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, they can't do nothing with that type of power. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> I had to check it out. I said, Lord, have mercy. I can't tell Kaye. He said, what you want me to do? I said, well, I, should we cancel the show? I said, well, he said, I'll talk. I'll fill it in until you get there. And I said, damn, how am I going to get in there? So I said, dog, I know they're waiting on me. I cannot be no punk bitch and telling them what they got to do. Then I can't figure out a lot myself at my own goddamn house. All I had to think it took me a minute, but I'm in here. I done got in the cold, too. I ain't have no damn where to go. I had my release, so y'all ain't down here in the ATL, so I ain't nobody have to spend the night in. I had to figure it out. Hey, yeah, you better than Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we knew, we knew you were going to work it out. That. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
I got in here, you know my key was laying on my bottom step. I literally walked out of the house and left my key right in the damn oh house. Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm walking yeah. out. Did you, did you speak about everything you wanted to speak about this morning? I don't want to hold you too long. Oh, uh, no, know. no, no. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, Brother Haki uh, brought up some ravens, and that pushed the button, and off I was on, on the symbology of the Super Bowl and the playoffs. And I, you know, I do that every year. I do the symbolism of the Super Bowls, and, um, mm. and I'm hoping my prediction will uh, come through because, um, you know, I did um, predict it on tape. I even got it on tape that I was talking about the Ravens uh, being a factor this year. And sure enough, they, you know, um, they are still in the mix. So, you know, I'm I'm looking at the symbology of that. But what I was going to talk about tonight was, of course, in theme, you know, with the vagina power. So uh, as in connection to uh, astrological energy. So what I did decide to do was just go through, uh, the astrological signs and talk about uh, the uh, briefly talk about the erogenous zone of each astrological sign. Um, you know, so uh, of course we'll start with the first sign of the zodiac, which is Aries. Um, and actually, Aries is the sexual sign of the zodiac. Most people think it is um, the Scorpio, because Scorpio does represent the genitals, but it's actually um, Aries that is the sexual sign of the zodiac because um, its planetary ruler is Mars, and Mars does represent our sexual energy, our desires. So um, when we are dealing with um, Aries, we're dealing with Mars energy. We're also dealing with the head. So that would be the erogenous zone of Aries is talking about the head, so you got to get into their mind, you got to get into their head, and um, to, and deal with that um, desire, push that desire button through their head. Um, then, as we move to the next sign of Taurus, uh, of course, Taurus is ruled by the planet of Venus. Uh, so, Taurus, uh, Earth sign, um, and it represents the throat, the throat. So. Um, anything that would deal with the throat area, um, that is what is going to, um, you know, push some buttons when it comes to the Taurus uh, energy. So look for the Taurus, the earth, uh, sensitivity. Anytime we're dealing with earth, we're dealing with our sensitivity. So nice stroking the back of the neck, anything that has to do with the neck, even um, speaking and talking uh, throughout the act, that would also be something that would be a turn-on for the Taurus individual. And then um, we um, then we look at Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. So here again, we'll go mental with that. Um, also, its ruling planet is Mercury. And uh, Gemini represents the arms, um, uh, the shoulders and the arms. So that would be the area that you would focus on with Gemini, stroking the hands, playing with the hands, the arms, and uh, also um, doing some mental strategy there, being an air sign. You know, you still have to get into that head, and you can talk to a Gemini. Gemini is the sign of communication, so they will like a lot of communication uh, as well as communicate. So um, this is how you would deal with the Gemini. Um, Then as we move to Cancer, Cancer being a water sign, 
Um, you know, so water is definitely sensuous. Um, cancer represents the breast area, the chest area. So that would definitely be an area of focus when you're uh, trying to get a, a cancer person uh, worked up. You know, deal with the chest, deal with the breast area. Um, it's a very nurturing sign. So um, it represents the mama of the, the zodiac. So uh, nurturing uh, a cancer would be a very good thing to do since they are always nurturing others, you know, running a nice bath, fixing them a nice dinner. Uh, that kind of thing would work real well with cancers. Um, uh, and its ruling planet is the moon, so emotions um, tease the emotions, you know. Oh, going back to Gemini, that's another sign. That's another thing with Gemini is tease. Mercury is the trickster. So a lot of teasing would work in that area. Um, and then as we go into the, the, the moon of cancer, uh, like I said, just, just being um, emotional, playing and teasing emotional uh, games and making them feel secure and making them feel valued, um, that would be uh, a wonderful thing to open up uh, a cancer. Uh, then as we go into Leo, uh, and, of course, Leo represents the sun. Leo represents the heart. Uh, so, um, you know, then they are the sign of joy. So being joyous at heart, being uh, young at heart and um you know, playful, um, those are the kind of things. And, of course, Leo is fire, and fire is definitely dealing with passion. Uh, Leo is the sign of creativity, so as creative as you can be, you know, when you're dealing with the Leo is what is going to really uh, work for them. Uh, uh, and that's sun, so they like a lot of focus, so give them a lot of attention. They're the cat. So stroking them behind their ear and getting them to purr is not as hard to do as you may think because, um, you know, they are the ruler. You know, they represent royalty, so they may seem a little uh, um, haughty, but all you got to do is stroke that behind that ear and give that cat some loving strokes and <laughs> you'll have them purring. <laughs> you'll have them purring out of your hands, okay, and get to their heart, you know, by letting them know. Um, just how how much they shine in your life. Uh, and then as we move to Virgo, Virgo, another earth sign, and also ruled by Mercury, uh, but uh, the earth and air, because their, their ruling planet, Mercury, is an air element. So it deals with the mind as well as the earth element is the sensitivity. So you have to walk a fine line with Virgo. You have to... Um, balance between their head and also their sensitivity. Um, and uh, Virgo also represents the stomach or the womb. So playing games on the stomach would be a nice little thing for Virgos to enjoy. Uh, and then as we move um, above the horizon line into the spiritual domain, now we come into Libra. Libra is the sign, uh, it's an air sign. And it also has a ruling planet with Venus. So uh, mentally um, mentally um, activating the mind of a Libra, you know, but with that earthly core because their ruling planet, Venus, uh, represents the earth element. So it's the same as with Virgo. You have to 
balance between the air and the earth, the sensitivity and um, the uh, the air. But uh, the Libra is more externally air and internally earth. So going internal and touching some of the buttons that represent their security, making them feel very valued and secure, you know, by you being in, in their arms or them being in your arms is, um, you know, reassuring, bringing them down so that they can feel good about themselves. Um, Libra represents the lower back, so that's the area you would concentrate on, the lower back. And then as we go into Scorpio, Scorpio uh, does represent the genitals, so this is why it gets the reputation of being the sex sign. And very intense, it's a water sign, making it emotional, uh, the intensity of um, going right in you know, on the genitals, you see. Talking about that vagina power and that genitals <coughs> power. <laughs> That's what we're going to be dealing with with Scorpio. And Scorpio is very deep, so you have to go deep with a Scorpio. You have to really um, go in there and go all the way. Um, the, the, the loyalty, the... Um, you know, Scorpio uh, can be um, love to see you demonstrate your loyalty and uh, how much you'll be there for them, no matter what, no matter how deep it gets. So, uh, and uh, like I said, the genitals is the area to concentrate on uh, when we're dealing with the Scorpio. And then, as we move from Scorpio, we go into the Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius, of course, being the last fire sign, and fire is our passion, fire is our desires, uh, so um, fire, uh, the ultimate fire in Sagittarius, I always call Sagittarius the sign of a star, you know, and that is the, the, the penis, which represents the last piece that a saw was cut into, you know, he was cut up into those 14 pieces, and the, the penis was the, is the last part to be found, uh, which comes to their empowerment, their power to create from the highest level. Sagittarius, you just have to be uh, sure to focus, you know, rather than um, putting too many irons in the fire because when you scatter all of that fire, or that, that, that passion, that's when it becomes nonproductive. But when you zero in and laser beam that uh, desire and that passion, you know, uh, and Sagittarius represents the thighs. So the thighs would be a good area to focus on uh, when you're dealing and trying to turn up the heat for the Sagittarius. So that shouldn't be too difficult to do because they are the ultimate fire of the Zodiac. Uh, And then as we go from there, we go to the Capricorn energy, being the ultimate and last earth sign. Um, So Capricorn is the sign that represents the need. So... Um, you know, being um, uh, submissive, um, humbling, humbled, uh, but being a last earth sign. And its planetary ruler is Saturn. So there will be some boundaries there, but uh, because of all the earth sign, um, you cannot take anything for granted when it comes to that sign uh, because earth does indicate the raunchy. <laughs> side of things. So, and then Capricorn being the last first sign, you know, um, they can go uh, quite overboard when it comes to how raunchy you want to get. So, uh, don't let that exterior fool you when it comes to the Capricorn. 
And then we move to Aquarius. Aquarius, of course, the last air sign, the ultimate air sign. Uh, so here again, it's got to be the head. We've got to deal with the head when we're dealing with the ultimate um, uh, air sign, the sign of I know. So the more you come to the table with what you know to do, you know, the better off, um, you know, the Aquarius will appreciate you. Uh, the ankles is the area of uh, the calves. The ankle area is the area for the Aquarius. The Aquarius rules that area of the body, so concentrating on that. And Uranus is its planetary ruler, which is um, very unique energy, very unexpected energy, a very exciting energy. So the more uh, unique, the more exciting, uh, daring um, you can make it. And then its opposite sign is Leo, the sign of creativity. So being very creative when it comes to um, the mind of an Aquarius, um, that is how you will uh, be able to get him, uh, her to let down their guards or open up, you know, to the uniqueness of this uh, experience. Uh, and then the last sign of the zodiac um, is uh, Pisces, of course. Pisces being the last water sign, the ultimate water, you know, um, very compassionate, you see. So, uh, and, and Pisces represents the seat. So um, all the foot fetishes that we have, uh, the prince, remember, of the Cinderella story had a foot fetish, okay? So uh, symbolically, that's what it was all about, the foot fetish. So uh, looking at the feet, and, and its planetary ruler is Neptune. So the being compassionate, showing your compassion, uh, the soothing, the nurturing, uh, the water, and concentrating on the feet and the planetary ruler, Neptune, which is about um, spirituality or what's obscure, you know, what's hidden. So, um, you know, uh, doing surprising things, doing things that are unexpected and hidden and, you know, um, a surprising a Pisces would probably be one of the best things to do, you know, make them uh, hunt, give them just subtle signals of what it is that you have in mind and in store for them, and don't forget to concentrate on the seat. So those are the 12 signs, and those are the erosions. I know I'm not saying that right. I keep getting messed up in my mouth here, but, um, you know, those are how we uh, tap those buttons when it comes to each individual sign. So any questions Thank on you. that? Yes. Thank you. Do you want to see You're if anybody welcome. has Because I know you got to go and it's too late. Um, let me see. Check the line. Um, 267. Do you have a question or comment? Area code 267. Area code 770. Do you have a question or comment? Area code 770. Yes. Uh, Sister Myra. Yes. Hi, uh, greetings. This is Greg Bailey, and I appreciate your breakdown of the 12 uh, zodiacal signs. Very yeah. powerful, very straightforward, um, and very, very useful in this uh, age and time. Go Raiders, by the way. Um, <laughs> what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, are, you are a very blessed and divine goddess, and I, I listened to you uh, last couple of weeks, and so um, this is very powerful that you're laying down, and my question is, 
Uh, do you feel that the galactic goddess, that the goddess has returned to close this 26,000-year rift between the male and female entities? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We are, com- we are uh, coming full circle now. There uh, are many cycles that are coming into completion, uh, uh-huh. are culminating, uh, and everything begins. See, I tell people energy is spiral. So everything began nature oracle, and then it crossed over to the patriar oracle half, and now it's coming back full circle uh, to the mama again, bringing everything into its wholeness. Whoa! Uh, and then it's, hey, what's that in the background? So we can't hardly hear. I don't hear. know what that is. Yeah. Okay, it sounds a little uh, better now. Okay, uh, bringing yeah. everything into equal balance uh, and to its wholeness. Two opposites have to come into equal balance in order to become whole. Uh, that is the uh, formula for creating power. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, the uh, feminine half is the hidden half. It's the internal. Uh, and the uh, external half is the masculine half. It's what you're conscious of. And because we've been in the uh, masculine half of the rotation, uh, we haven't given equal value to the internal or the feminine half. And now, as we come full circle, the two has to come into equal balance in order to complete uh, the cycle, uh, which opens up the vortex and which evolves us to the next level. That's why we're moving into the Aquarian age, which is the sign of evolution, because that's when we will be able to evolve as we come into equal balance with the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang which actually represents planetarily Venus and Mars. Venus and Mars, so you're talking about low. Yin and yeah. Yang represents Venus and Mars. Yes, yeah, Venus and Mars represents the planetary uh, level of the yin and the yang. Okay. And astrologically, that represents uh, Aries and Libra. And then we have Saturn, which represents the father in Libra right now, bringing everything into balance, into equal balance, uh, in the sign of the, of uh, equal balance. And, you know, that's what has to happen. Everything has to come into equal balance in order to complete these cycles of rotations and then evolve to the next level of spiritual empowerment. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Sister Meyer, for uh, answering that question. And hello, Alexis Tyler. So thank you very much. This is my next guest, Greg Bailey. Um, he's going to be joining us to spend some time with us. So I'm glad he was listening to Sister Myra and he likes her. Um, do you want to stay with us, Sister Myra, or you got to go? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make my exit, and, and uh, I'll listen out for about five minutes, and then I'll um, go ahead and, and uh, quietly slip away. <laughs> oh yes, beautiful. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so welcome to the show, Greg. Hey, well, thank you very much, Alexis. Thank you for having me, and greeting, brother. So thank you for, for having me. This is a pleasure. This is a very much yeah. uh, long, long sought-after spot to get on the Alexis K. Tyler show, so I'm really feeling good about this. Now, come on. You know me, and you knew me before we even had an Alexis K. Tyler show, before I even knew it was going to be an Alexis K. Tyler show. So you know you always had access to me. You the one well, that that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. I, I, I think it's like I feel that Sister Myra has broken this down so powerfully and so deep. 
Actually, Sister Mara, we were synchronizing because I was really vibrating on that 12th gate uh, relationship that you were talking about, that you covered it so well. I think I'll just, uh, if you don't mind, Sister, just begin to deal or expand or just share my humble view on, like, I, I really agree with you in the return of the galactic goddess is this, this shift that's taking place um, in this planetary alignment, I, I believe, is going to call for um, this fourth level. I, I, I feel that yes. uh, the goddess, uh, the creation of the universe, this yin-yang energy um, is tied into this whole thing about, as, as if I may say, um, sexual energy, politics, Yes. Uh, power and money. Um, yes. And yeah. And and in the sense of that, because this twenty six thousand year shift has taken place, when we break down each of those twelve gates, those twelve signs, then what we what we are actually seeing here is the relationship of all of the gates opening up, and the ancient mamises and the goddesses, you know, they're speaking and calling to our hearts to rectify this patriarchal and matriarchal war uh, to the extent that. Uh, the male dominant energy, um, and, and I have to speak to this truthfully, um, is actually not a defense, but it's a flattening in order to uh, actually come in a line uh, with, as you said, I think last week it was very good the way you put that, um, I, I, the resurrection and the redeeming. Yes. Um, and, yes. yes, transformation mm-hmm. and regeneration, yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I think basically from here, how I I always think this whole journey, the 26,000-year shift, is that as we move to each of these vortexes, that uh, the God, you know, the whole universe, the whole aspects of the feminine energy uh, has moved from creation and manifestation through this third phase, through the fourth phase of destruction and change to ultimate transformation, which speaks to the whole, and you were on that four with that whole 2012 shift, you know, so yes. um, I am I am so proud to to know that you you are on it like that. <laughs> so um, it, and it makes me really feel good because basically a lot of the energies that we're having to deal with now we've had to deal with in terms of the, the pimping of spirituality and spiritual pimping of traditional spiritual uh, practices and powers has come about due to this whole war. You know, this male dominancy, yes. this, this relationship of not truly understanding that uh, you all actually gave us the power or loaned it to us, if I could say that, or yes. taught it to us. And um, when, when, when we look at this shift, you know, it's like so powerful to see um, the resurrection of the goddess. Beautiful, beautiful. It's wonderful to see someone that can understand this type of language, you see. So I'm finding more and more people are opening up to the significance of uh, understanding energy because everything is contingent on energy. Uh, So um, absolutely, it is time uh, for us to step up to the next level, um, come into equal balance, and that is how we will step up to that next level. Uh, and uh, connecting it with the uh, vagina power or the, the sexual energy. You know men have to come to their power through their wo- women, and I don't know if a lot of them recognize that, that, um, you know, you, uh, a man, this is the old fairy tales where they said uh, the man has to slay the dragon uh, to rescue the princess in order to gain the kingdom, or these are internal dragons uh, that he has to 
slay and he has to come in or um you know it's the the knight who beats out the other knights who gains the hand of the princess in order to step into his rulership so this is what i tell people uh this is how obama came to his power through um you know um you know the royal princess of uh, uh michelle i mean i think her birthday was yesterday which i didn't hear a lot about but she represents uh, a royal energy, the uh, Capricorn. So it's like he rose to his power through her, not the other way around. Yeah. And, uh, men have to recognize that that's how they get to their power because Mama Universe is the sovereign being. She's the one that has the power in the universe, and she passes her scepter down through the black woman. Uh, this is done internally, and then she, the black a daughter, it's daughter Earth, not Mother Earth. It's daughter Earth and Mama Universe. We, and we got to understand the nature of their relationship uh, by understanding it's uh, Mama Universe and daughter Earth. She manifests and passes her scepter of power down through the black woman who then dispenses it externally to the man, which is the air and fire. And air is the mental strategy um, you know, and the fire is the power or the passion. So those are external. Uh, but it has to come down from the internal vessel of daughter earth uh, through from mama universe. And then when it's uh, put out externally, then that's how she bestows it on the man that she is, um, you know, uh, dispensing that power to. Mm, that yes, that's that's very powerful and, and, and I and I and I accept that. I accept that I, I really love that and that's some very powerful conversation, very powerful dialogue, very powerful knowledge. Um and you know, just like looking at it uh from the perspective of and I and I remember uh you speaking just shortly on the whole aspects of recognizing the erogenous zones um of of the energy and yes. truly uh, what came to my mind is that uh, the understanding the erogenous zone, not only in terms of sensuality and sexuality, but also in terms of how we operate and, uh, and communicate uh, and cooperate and collaborate with uh, each and every one of us on a daily basis by truly yes. coming to understand, uh, you know, the archetype, you know, where people are in terms of the astrological archetype and connecting with them, uh, their primary element. Yes. And, yeah, yes. And, and so, I, yeah, I think that's, you know, I, I know, um, I guess you can tell I'm a Virgo because I'm trying to think, I think, right? <laughs> I have a Virgo son. I have a Virgo son. So you know, Virgos are very, um, you know, they are very unique, you know, uh, in their energy as well as Libra. There's only two signs that actually um, have, two energies influencing them, like their planetary is air. Uh, Virgo's planetary is Mercury, which is an air planet, and then it's, um, you know, but then the Earth element is is um, feminine, or the Earth, or the physical, mm-hmm. and then the air, or the mind, uh, with Mercury, is uh, spiritual. So there's always a balance between what you're thinking and your sensitivity, uh, so mm-hmm. Virgos, we call them the neurotics of the zodiac because they are the perfectionists. They have to cleanse and purify because they're the sign of healing. So we have to cleanse and purify of any false value. They do not tolerate false value. Matter of fact, the closer Virgo gets to Leo, 
um, uh, excuse me, the, the closer that Virgo gets to Leo, the, the closer Leo gets to Virgo, we're dealing with segment energy because uh, Virgo combined with Leo represents segment energy. That's the mm-hmm. sphinx, the body of the lion, the head of the woman. So, um, and that's a very destructive energy. So whenever Virgo finds impurities, and Earth always deals with value. So any impurities in the value to this system or this illusion is going to be a turnoff for Virgo, you know, and they will viciously attack those impurities in order for there to be a, a healing. And then that's uh, the point where you can step up to the spiritual level. That's why we talk about the Virgin Mother, because it's the last sign in the physical half of the chart. And when uh, the, 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 the uh, individual is cleansed and purified of false values, which is the formula for wisdom through Virgo, that is how it is allowed to elevate above the horizon line into the spiritual domain through Libra, now able to get into equal balance. Um, you know, with its spirit and become individually whole, which is walking in your Christhood. So Christ being born from the Virgin Mother or Virgo. So that's what that's symbolic of, you know, from the larger uh, perspective. Oh, thank you, Sister Myra. Now, I I would like for you to speak on, uh, and I know you were saying you have to go, but I'm enjoying this so much. It's so (laughs) wonderful. I mean, this is, like, so powerful. Um, and so I, do you feel that, like, see, I'm, I'm, like, asking all these questions because I really want to just stimulate this dialogue in my own brain about getting inside, and really that's my hidden agenda. Um, you're so knowledgeable yeah. about this that I really, really love you for it and don't even know you. I know you know you, <laughs> but I don't know you know you. Okay? Yeah, so yeah. I, I, we I know feel, each other in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the, we're on the red road. <laughs> so yeah. one of the things that I, I am seeing here is that when we look at what's happening uh, in the matrix, um, yes. and when we look at what happened in the spiritual, mental, physical matrix, uh, what I I, I I remember you speaking of uh, the 14 parts being cut up. And, and I can't help but when I see 2012 and I look at that as a five, I mean, is that a five energy or something? Or that energy, when you're talking about the four, and I'm thinking about like the north, the south, the east, and the west of the energies as you said that culminating, um, yes, and bringing into a line this this great cosmological value of, for people yes. to really uh, to step into their own power. And so, um, do you see, or do 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 you see at this point in time um, that this? illusion of what it is that's happening is actually turning against itself to create a new reality uh, in the matrix in terms of like indigenous people uh, with sisters and brothers or people from all walks of life who are spiritual, not pimping spirituality, playing with spirituality, but really embracing the spirit to transform our collective uh, liberation. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, that's why we're going into the Aquarian age, um, you know, is in Jubilee. We're supposed to be walking in Jubilee, which means the bondsman is free, and it's time to celebrate. It's time to walk in the knowing of what it is, um, you know, that the, the knowing that we're evolving into the new rulers of the new age. 
uh, which is also Aquarius energy, evolution. So knowing, walking in the knowing of this evolutionary process is what actually activates it into being. You see, you got to walk in the knowing in order to activate it. And like I said, Aquarius is the opposite sign of Leo. I don't, I don't actually believe in 12 signs. I only believe in six signs because right. not until you put two halves together that you have the whole. So Aquarius being the sign of I know and Leo being the sign of the creative ruler, when we put those together, I know I am the creative ruler of the universe in order to activate that rulership. So, yes, we're all doing our individual uh, transformation, stepping up through the Virgo, cleansing and purifying of false values to this matrix, which I call the maw of tricks, the matrix, or the, the maw of terror, materialism. You see, mm. so uh, Daughter Earth, as I was speaking about earlier, um, is the manifested individual uh, aspect of the collective mama universe, you see. So um, she is the spirit of uh, of character, and we have been compromising character for materialism and the matrix, and this is what's kept her out of her sacredness. It's time for her to become a sacred planet, which means she has to shake off the parasite. Anyone who's not walking in the spirit of character is not contributing to her evolution, and that is who is being shaken off as a parasite so she can evolve and take her place among the royal family as the princess. We've got the queen as Mama Universe. We've got the king as Father Spirit. We've got the prince as the son, S-U-N, of power. The only one who hasn't reached her sacred um, status is Daughter Earth, who is supposed to be the princess or the high priestess, but because we've been compromising the spirit of character in this matrix, that is what has kept her out of her um, uh, honorable or highest position as the princess, because once she evolves and takes her place among the royal family as the princess, that's how we become a star system, and this is how this energy will reverberate throughout the cosmos. So that's what we're in the process of doing right now. Yeah. So yeah, and that's see that's so beautiful. I'm, I'm that's so beautiful because you're laying it out such such in a very 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 powerful way and very way in which you know it could it could totally be understood. So I I hear and I hear with my heart. I I listen with my heart that the daughter uh, understanding the role coming forth for her and looking at this role and stepping into this role is a knowingness of, of each of us uh, coming into this, uh, becoming a container uh, for for this awareness to to, to take place uh, in each of us so that we can represent all the aspects of our life and the experiences that we're having on this on this earth. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, that's, okay. Yes, absolutely. The, the, as we're talking sexual energy. Uh, what we'll do is take it from uh, the lower vibration of sexual energy and take it up through the kundalini, you know, to the higher vibration or the highest vibration. You know, this is representing the, the, the rising of the kundalini. And actually it's like um, the um, cream rising to the top, you see. That means uh, those who are able uh, to stay on a high vibration in their character uh, it, as we're in this time of Sodom and Gomorrah, 
um, those who are able to continue to lift their vibration and deal in their highest desires are the ones that have proven themselves worthy and qualified for a royal position in this new age. And, of course, going into the Aquarian age, uh, Aquarius is the sign of humanitarian. So you, in order to prove yourself a worthy ruler, Leo, you have to be uh, a humanitarian uh, ruler. You have to prove yourself uh, as a humanitarian ruler in order to, um, to qualify. Uh, so uh, this is the cream rising to the top. Not everybody. It's not time to save the world. It's time to identify who has stepped up and risen, you know, out of this matrix uh, mm-hmm. and found their highest vibration, which is the royal vibration. So right now we're separating the royalty from the peasantry. Uh, if you stay at the lower vibration, which is your choice, lower desires, your choice, then you, you've identified yourself as a peasant. And those who are lifting their vibration to the highest level of spiritual desire, uh, and spirit is a collective while physical is individual. So when mm-hmm. you rise to the highest spiritual uh, desires, then that is how you've proven yourself as a um, humanitarian ruler, and this is how you will now uh, qualify to step up and evolve into that empowerment. Oh, okay. That's 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 um yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 powerful. So then the serpentine energy, uh, uh you know, I mean since we're speaking about yeah. chakras and moving through them so simultaneously fast you just busted them all up, you know. Um so you're you're what I what I gather here is that we're talk we're speaking, I, I was envisioning and I could see the serpentine energy in me, like, you yeah. know, calling there and going up and I'm saying, Hmm, Okay, so I really have to become aware of, of where it is and what what base uh, uh, that I am riding out of and moving out of, such that it could, um, you know, rise to the crown chakra. Uh, yes. To the to the degree, yes. yeah, that that I'm aware yes. of of what it is I do within each realm of that movement, and not disrespect the current daughter or the mother. Yes. Uh, yes. In, in this whole process of, of transforming as a as a humanitarian ruler, and, yes. and I think this is very important uh, for men, particularly. I mean, for us to understand this shift uh, to yes. to really look at uh, that the patriarchal software exploitation, degradation, yes. Um, yes. and continuous oppression. And this sex and yes. drug trade, I was speaking to Alexis earlier about, uh, and this whole exploitation of the feminine energy, um, yes. when we look at it in terms of oppression, then we are seeing here that basically that software and the hard drive have to be compatible in order for this to work. Yes. So yes. you are actually deleting that program by what your technologies that you're sharing with the public, and, yes. I, and I love you and I respect you for that. Wonderful, wonderful. The, the vision of um, that Sagittarius energy, a focused vision uh, for the future. Uh, so, yes, and then the Capricorn from uh, Sagittarius is a responsibility. Capricorn is the sign of a responsibility to the community or to the whole. And then when we marry those two, see, Capricorn will uh, cover 
um, one end of the chart, and then Sagittarius will cover the other end of the chart. When you bring Sagittarius to its wholeness or its fullness, which uh, is Jupiter ruled, uh, then that's a SAR coming back to the fullness, mm-hmm. like I said, cut up into his 14 pieces. So when he comes to the fullness of his empowerment, when he uh, uses his fire for the highest empowerment, for the best and the highest of his empowerment, that's a saw coming back to his fullness. And now he's in equal balance with um, the Capricorn or daughter Earth, um, you know, mm-hmm. the high priest sitting very at the very, they meet in the middle, sitting at the very highest peak of the astrological chart. So the two comes in together at equal balance. It's like the marriage of a saw, um, you know, redeeming uh, the falling daughter or the, the, the individual black woman who was, is the rejected stone. Uh, anytime you're dealing with earth, you're dealing with value, so she's been rejected in her value. She's been put at the bottom of the totem pole in the illusion because in the opposite spiritual reality, she is of the highest value. So, But mm-hmm. it takes the prince of power, which is the individual black man. He's collectively uh, the sun, S-U-N. So it's when he comes into his full empowerment and redeems her. Like I said, a man comes to his power through his woman. So he comes to the fullness of his power when he's ready to redeem the fallen daughter. We talked about this in the beginning of the show with Brother Haki when we're talking about, um, you know, Baltimore, the Ravens representing the royal son, mm-hmm. uh, redeeming the royal daughter, which was the Steelers. When you see the EL, that's dealing with the royalty. And last year they sailed to the Packers, which represented homosexuality or right. um, the um, Sodom and Gomorrah, where they mm-hmm. rejected the value of the virgin daughter uh, and wanted to have sex with other men. And so uh, they rejected daughter character. So this is the, um, the year where we should see the royal son and his passion to redeem her you know, step up and break down um, the symbolism of uh, the peasants in their homosexuality. So what what we're seeing actually, I mean, if I am understanding clearly here, that the four dimensions, that the four dimensions that are coming into one, the Capricorn, the Cancer, and the Libra, and the Aries are aligning themselves in balance to create this this, uh, this harmonious uh, diamond. Or, or this this crystallization and transformation of the anti um, uh, intergalactic realm or the cosmological yeah. realm that's coming down to uh, bring the uh, elements uh, the, the the elements of the uh, traditional Kemetan or the traditional systems of of, of knowledge into uh, 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 into the Ma'at, bringing the Ma'at into full uh, uh, swing here. If 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 that's yeah, kind of like how how I how I could put it. Yes, absolutely. No one has a better mind than a Virgo with that Mercury, <laughs> the planet of the conscious mind. So, and being able to take those details and to um, you know put them into perspective, there has to be a dual balance of opposites in order to become mm-hmm. whole. That's holistic. That's what God means, holistic. So there has to be a dual balance of opposites, which is masculine and feminine, and masculine, feminine, one's external, one's internal, uh, and then the uh, physical and the spiritual. So, uh, and we're looking at energy, spiritual energy, you know, um, we're dealing with a collective. So 
uh, the individual aspects coming together in balance to reflect a collective harmonization of these uh, four energies. Earth representing the daughter of character or value or worth. Um, the fire representing your passions, your power, your creativity, the sun. Uh, the air representing the knowledge and the knowing, uh, you know, as well as the spiritual. And then the water, uh, which is the father, the air is the father. And then the water representing the mama, um, which is the soul, <laughs> the master of the soul yeah. realm, the most hidden, yeah. the internal, the nurturing, yeah. the family. So this is the four components that has to come together in equal balance soul has come to its maximum and equal balance in order to harmonize with each other and generate the powers, like the four pistons of an engine, you see. Each mm-hmm. piston has to be firing at its max to harmonize with each other and generate the power. That's what we're doing right now. Yes, and, and in essence, um, what, what keeps coming to my mind as you speak uh, are, are, the, are the pyramids in terms of the foundational relationships uh, and uh, when you invertedly look at the four cardinal directions, you do get actually the pyramidal uh, grid. Uh, when you cross the uh, when you cross that that fourth to fifth dimension, what you're speaking of, uh, when yeah. we the, the shift that you're speaking of, uh, I I I well, are we um, in this this this, this Dimensional shifts, you know, you've kind of like taken a blow my hair back to tomorrow. I don't even have any hair, okay? <laughs> so I had, to take my, I had to take my, yeah, it's like, okay, okay, let me see here. Let me, let me, let me, let me do some rattling here. You know, let me call it my snake energy here. Um, so uh, what, what I'm, what I'm collectively, what we are collectively looking at here, uh, you, you, thank you for the correction, the we collectively spiritual cells, um, when we look at the whole astrological, uh, the whole, I don't even know whether that's the right term to call it, astrological archetypes or something. I know, I know. Um, yeah. My spirit told me I'm not, it told me don't call yourself an astrologer, call yourself a cosmologist. <laughs> okay, yeah, now we're getting there. Now this is where I want to go, Sister Myra, yeah. uh, in terms of like looking uh, at this in, in relation to the masses, in relation to, you know, people share about the liberation of our people or indigenous people. Right now what I see is the liberation of the inner chaos, the inner uh, feelings of depletion, the inner um, chaotic alchemy and bringing this, this, this chaos into, uh, it's really a cleansing what, what's going on here. Um, and yes. So when you look at the uh, cosmologies, the four cosmologies, um, you do you see this two halves, this six that you spoke of, this six and six to create this this breakdown? Um, I was wondering whether or not this is can relate to how we think, how we feel, what we do, and what we create uh, on each of those dimensions. You know, because you were speaking of the different signs, so. Um, could you speak to that in terms of a collective whole of creating a spiritual energy about bringing it together in terms of how we think, what we feel, what we do, and what we create to transform ourselves uh, collectively? And, um, you know, that still all boils down to balance. 
Um, you know, uh, we have all those energies within us. You know, we have a full universe of energy within us. Like I tell people, if someone was to take a snapshot of the universe at the exact moment of your birth, where were all the planets sitting, how did that energy converge together to make the internal you who you are, which is your spiritual energy? Because any time we're dealing with spirit, we've got to be dealing with a collective. So then taking the sun sign represents your personality. That's what you came in here to focus on. Uh, your personality, so um, that's what you have to reconcile. You have to balance out um, your individual personal, um, um, what is it, um, uh, path, you know, uh, with your collective energy, you see, which is your spiritual energy. So uh, that's what I do when I read an astrological chart. I look at the um, you know, the individual aspects and then connected to the holistic picture. Uh, I tell people when they were at a higher consciousness, they chose this life. They they decided what mission they came in here and what purpose they came in here to serve. And so it's like they programmed the universe to come in and walk uh, the path as reflected through their astrological chart. And as they walked that path, you know, when we fell into the flesh, we forgot these things, but our spirit didn't, and it moves ahead of us and paves the path uh, for us to line up with our spirit uh, and accomplish the goals that we set, you know, to accomplish when we were at a, uh, a, a higher consciousness, which we knew would promote spiritual growth. Uh, at a higher level. And the more we line back up with our spirit, the more we come into equal balance. Uh, we come into our holistic form, and then that's when we, you know, come back into the remembrance of who we are, you know. But everything is opposite. So whatever is reflecting in this physical illusion, all you have to do is follow that energy uh, lineage, you know, to the opposite collective. Um, you know, to see the, the, the spiritual purpose behind, you know, what's happening individually. I always say you fulfill through the opposite energy because just like we were talking about the Sphinx, the uh, Leo and Virgo, the body of the lion, Leo, the head of the woman, Virgo, uh, and it's just that earth and, earth and uh, water are feminine and air and fire and masculine. Uh, not male, female, but masculine and feminine. So that's why I said the head of the woman, Virgo, and the body of the lion, Leo. Um, so uh, that represents the sphinx. That represents a man. Leo is the sign of the heart as well as the ego. So a man has to supersede his ego and open his heart to the value of the one, the Virgo, who has not compromised her value uh, for this illusion which is the uh, wisdom, uh, you know, the, so the power guided by wisdom is what the Sphinx is representing. But this rulership, now this is the individual aspect of the twin souls coming together through that process. And once it becomes a collective and it's fulfilled, uh, it's going to be fulfilled through the opposite energy of Pisces, Aquarius, you see, and so that's exactly where we're at right now, uh, crossing out of the Piscean age into the Aquarian age, which mm -hmm. is the time feel, you know, um, the uh, twin souls represented through the Leo-Virgo combination uh, is now time to fulfill, um, you know, that rulership uh, as we move from Pisces into, into Aquarius. Wow. So... Uh 
Sister Myra. Okay, <laughs> I heard about you, but I didn't hear about you. I did, they did. They did not tell me. I had to speak correct English on this one. I, they didn't tell me about you, him. They didn't tell yeah, me just like that right there. So that's wonderful. I'm going to go ahead that. and <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and exit and let you uh, carry on. You know, I've I, I heard your magnificent information also last week. Um, so. Um, very intriguing. So that's what it is, the all-in-one and the one-in-all. Your reality is no more wrong or right than mine. We're all going to create from our own reality. Bring that to the table. Bring our mastery to the table to contribute to the whole. So that's no, what we're doing. This is Greg's first time being on our show. So it must have been somebody else you heard talking last. Week. Yeah, you, you oh, heard somebody I'm sorry. Else. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. That's I thought I thought travel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then what I'm going to do is sit back and listen to you, you know, give the 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 full extent of the information you came to give. Um I will uh, I will listen uh to that, but I'll go ahead and um give you the floor at this time. Um so I'm getting ready to go ahead and um Hang up, so I'm going to say my goodbyes, Brother Haki <laughs> Always wonderful. But I'll be back again next week. Don't, you guys are going to get oh, sick yeah. of me, so don't let me don't let me wear out my welcome too soon. So. You guys are going to wear out your welcome too soon. talk about um, the resurrection of the goddess, because we still haven't um, talked about that. I'm, you know, when I'm still, I don't know if you're still feeling, I'm still feeling a great... Um, uh, upheaval. It's like I feel totally different. Everything is like I'm not even really in the fourth dimension. Just like I was talking about last Saturday, the when you yeah. left the show, you spoken enough about the mother and the son. And yeah. I think before that, it's like the energy and the way I see things is not even physical anymore. Even when I was talking about writing my son a letter, yeah. and when I was writing him last last Saturday. My as I was moving my finger with the pen, I literally was not writing with that pen, yeah. I really yeah. realized it was the energy through the um, electromagnetic grid of the central nervous system, like transferring, like at literally firing the salt from my yeah. brain through my arm and through the fingertips, and I, I saw that it was an energetic imprint that included my yeah. DNA on that with each stroke of the pen to create a, yeah. a letter and then a word. I don't even see physical shit much no more. That's just like the the physical register that yes. basically um it is like a higher layer, like your ice in the cake. The the physical writing, the the physical clothes on me now, it don't even feel I, I yes. think it, it's separate. Because I'm yes. I'm into the energy of myself. I can see the, I'm not in three yes. D a lot of time I'm not in four D I'm way above that. I'm seeing, sensing, and feeling way above that now since we did that, um, like going, that bridge over troubled water. You know, when we did the resurrection of the goddess, it literally just catapulted me from one place to another. And then I, 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 and I enter an overstanding. Now that I see how it created so much drama and shit, how people try to create so much drama and stop the resurrection of the goddess, even literally sitting in the event trying to stop it. After the event, trying to stop it and bad mouth it, it's like I have just like felt like I shot rocket light years ahead. 
I just yes, feel like it's different. Hmm? Yes, yes, you you did. You went way up there. And once you go, uh, you know, whatever heights you open, you know, that's going to always be open to you now. It's not, you know, in other words, you can't settle to a lower vibration you, once you've opened up at the level that you did. And see, when we had that um, earthquake that went down the East Coast, my spirit told me that wasn't, really an earthquake that was a shift in consciousness. So everyone had to step up whatever level they were at. There had to be, uh, you know, you had to step up to the next level, um, you know, uh, at this point. And that the resurrection of the goddess most definitely did that. Um, for you as the vessel and for me, you know, as the recipient, I can't tell you how much of a difference it's made in my life, you know, since, um, you know, we had that. I mean, it just completely um, activated my transformation. I thought I was stepping up, as my spirit told me, but I didn't have a clue as to what it really meant. And I felt like if since the resurrection of the goddess, I have um, stepped up, you know, uh, been more personally um, attuned to my physical body. Because the more you go up in spirit, you can't serve two masters. And the more you go up... In spirit, the more you're taking the energy away from the physical. So I really needed to fortify my physical body so that I could go on up as far as I need to in spirit and not let it take a toll on my body. So you were able to help me do that when I wasn't even aware of that's what spirit was telling me uh, was my next step. So, uh, yes, that resurrection of the goddesses, um, you know, um, I don't think I have the words, you know, to explain, you know, how well, much that's meant to be. Greg. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Sister Myra, and, and you know, you don't have, you don't need to go anywhere. I mean, this is this is really cool. <laughs> I want you to stay there because I'm just thinking about how she got through that window. No, Greg, uh-huh. when I was telling you about it, I was, and you explained to me, because Sister Myra is the one that was with me. We did the Resurrection of the Goddess together. Right. It was so right. powerful. She was a vessel for me. I was the best for her. And you said, what did you call me, the crystal horse? And when she came out, when they were trying to get me to come down out of trance enough to stand in front of the audience, that's what you said, too, Sister Myra, that I was the horse. Yes, you are. that's what you – I've seen these uh, the, these Voodoo rituals, uh, these African mm-hmm. rituals, and that's what they call you. You were the horse that the spirit came and rolled. You see, and you you brought back you brought it down from such a high level. I actually saw the spirit when it hit your body, Alexis, and you have such a tiny body, but it looked like somebody had took a a, a plank of wood and just knocked you up, you know, uh, hit you upside your shoulder. Yeah, that's what I head. saw. Your body yeah. that way. I, I, when it entered, I saw you 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 uh, go down, uh, you know, from the waist down, as if someone had just knocked you, you know, hit you across the back with a board. Uh, that's mm-hmm. how I saw that spirit enter you, uh, and uh, you know, and your body was hardly um, sufficient enough to carry, you know, such a large entity because you really brought it down mm. uh, from a very mm. very. Uh, high level, and uh, it was definitely difficult to try to bring you out uh, because you were enjoying uh, riding that spirit, and that spirit was enjoying riding you. Oh, that's a, oh I see now what's really going on. 
Greg is a voodoo yeah. priest, so that's why I told him about it. He started explaining. He said, you were what they called a crystal horse. That's why I'm bringing it up while both yes. people are on the phone because he could yes. understand what I was explaining to him. So, so Greg, yes. too, she was right there with me, so she'd be the perfect person to explain it. I really wanted it broken down because it was so heavy what yes. happened. There. It was so deep. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was, I was still wondering how she got through the window, okay? That's, that's all. I'm still on the window piece, how she got in the house, okay? Because, I mean, that's just like a, you know, that's a leap through time. But basically, um, yes, it is. and I want to know if she had on pants also, all right? But, I but, um, <laughs> getting back to the theme of the show here. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting back to the theme of the show here. Um, I got on, the uh, you know what, Sister Ma, I got on all red tonight, just like I had on all red when they um, possessed ah. me to, to be a channel for you. So what would that be, Greg? Oh, Talk wow. Well, you see, and what then, I, and, and when, go, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I'm here. Oh, I just wanted to, uh, what date was that? Was that the 19th? Uh, and we're on the 18th, 18th. right now? So. It, was eight, it, was, it was the 18th when we did the resurrection. Okay, so the today night. was the anniversary then of the, of oh the 18th. Oh, my God. This is the 18th. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Okay. Okay, that's symbolic. That's symbolic. Yes. Yeah, I didn't well, think about that. Oh. Yeah. oh, you didn't think about that, huh? <laughs> uh, well, see, that's what I look for patterns. I look for patterns. To me. I don't know why yeah. that happened to yeah. me tonight. I'm like, oh, gosh. Uh, it's just different means now. You have to go through alternate, al- you have to come in through alternate um, methods now. It's not going to be the traditional. You know, you're stepping, you know, uh, outside the ra- realms and the boundaries of how uh, most people do it, you know, coming through a physical door. Um, like he said, the window is more symbolic of, um, you know, what's opening for you, you see. So symbolism. Well, you and then you're leaving your key. I mean, that just means that um, um, now you have, um, you know, you have a higher power. You know, a mundane key, you know, you're not going to need a mundane key. You have the power to open many doors and many gateways and many windows that don't require, you know, a physical mundane key. I guess I'm thinking, well, I got some black shoes on, so I know we deal with doors, you deal with a leg one, dealing with the doorways and the crossroads. And that's why I actually started talking to him. I'm like, Allegra, you have got to help me. I know. I don't know if you did some kind of trick. You just fucking with me tonight because you want me to learn a lesson or something. Allegra, where's my damn key? And I'm like, yeah. Huh? You see what you're dealing with. You see what you're dealing with. You got a window. You got a key. The window represents four. You know, you got four directions in that window. Okay. Yes. You got a key to open up the lower level. You had to crawl through it to make a commitment to get in. You see, you got the cold, which represents, the, you know, you realizing that your emotions have to be unfrozen to totally be committed yep. to deal with the yep. red serpent energy, okay? And basically what's happening here, oh, by the way, Alexis, I released all titles, representations of whatever it is that I am. I'm just flowing uh, with the universe nowadays. So basically uh, the mother and the daughter uh, has spoken to me to such a degree that when you look at the red, when you look at the red and you see the representation of red, 
it's according to what culture you're in, you know, because red in China represents wealth and rarity. You see, red in mm-hmm. Africa and, and indigenous cultures, uh, in the Mayan culture, it represents the red serpent energy that represents huh? the challenge and the gift. You see, the challenge yeah. and the gift in terms of coming to a maturity and an awareness uh, of how you're able to look at uh, basically what what is considered the reptilian brain. We're going back to what Sister Myra was talking about, that first, I call it first chakra level bullshit. Excuse this question, but that's what it is, okay? When you get down to, like, uh, red representation of the reptilian brain, the animal behavior, that lower self that you were speaking of earlier, uh, Sister Myra, that yes. self that, um, you know, we have to all challenge ourselves to uh, step out of, this is the shadow. Shadow side that you would say. Yes, yes. That inner yes. shadow side uh, that totally comprises our uh, self, you know, our total essence self, the self of who we are. And so basically, um, you know, it's like stepping out of like we got to have the right diet, the right this, the right that, the right this, the right that. It's bringing everything intuitively and spontaneously into a whole, following that intuitive self uh, to the degree that. Uh, the reptilian brain, you see, and it's, it's a very deep thing about the reptilian brain because actually, as I thought about it the other day, I was looking, some, I was looking at some stone carvings. I hang out in the bush a lot, okay? Uh, that's my life. And so as I'm looking at this salamander and I'm looking at this serpent and I'm looking uh, at, I'm interpreting this three, 400,000-year-old carving uh, in stone. And what I begin to realize is that the knowledges that we're putting stone as we're talking about this whole cosmological shift. The folks yes. then knew now that the I, I have it's, the folks then knew now that we were going to come into this twenty six thousand year shift. Now, uh and this is the fourth turning, regardless of what people want to say, how they want to put it, whatever, but the yes. red serpent energy the energy of, of, of the reptilian self is rising, as you spoke of earlier, and this is the self that could either be positively addressed or negatively addressed in terms of issues of sexuality, desire, and healing. Yes. Uh, it's coming in the terms, of, and, and you spoke of it last week, when, and, and Alexis, this is something um, you speak of a, a lot uh, in terms mm-hmm. of the feeling. And, and the feelings of the sexuality and the exploitation of of, of the vagina power. And so yes. when you see this in terms of the industries, the socioeconomic industries of Hollywood, then what we're actually seeing here is not only the degradation of the goddess through each and every one of um, the, the young ladies or the daughters that are showing up in that state, but we're also seeing this in terms of the program that's been given uh, as part of the ongoing perpetuation of the lower chakra energy, you know, that, that, that like, yes. dark energy, okay? Yes. So this energy that we're talking about here is an energy that collectively has been gathered uh, and downloaded from the metaphysical to the physical realm, and in essence, there is a war going on. Okay. okay? Uh, and this war, uh, you, it, it's a war 
whereas it's still understood, as you were saying, Sister Myron, I really appreciate this. I'm a little more to appreciate. You know, the English language doesn't really have any way to truly state how you feel. I want you to know that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean, that's just the, the, the curse of, of having to deal with this type of bastardized language. Uh, yeah. But here, when, when you were speaking of this, I'd like to share with you, uh, and Alexis, that when I look at the energy from a biohavioral uh, viewpoint, when I look at the brain and I build upon this physical realm or uh, this 3D realm, because the Europeanization of, of collective spiritual energies and knowledge from ancient people totally does not even begin to walk to the door or even be on the same street with the knowledge that it has been collected. Um, so when we look at the relationship between what's happening, uh, Alexis, and what you're doing, and Sister Myra, you all are creating major global rifts and shifts in the matrix, okay? And because of this, it's the healing that comes from releasing um, this, this, this energy, um, yes. and, and many other sisters are listening and brothers are listening, sisters and brothers are listening. And so this evolution uh, is the return of the galactic goddess through speaking through the yes. daughters, the mouths of the daughters, the yes. mouths of the daughters in terms of understanding um, what, what, you know, in essence is understanding what is the role of the servant, the warrior, the artist, the scholar, the sage, the priest, the priest, king, queen, and culminating those situationally to understand the different glitches that the matrix is putting before us as we begin to really listen to the daughter. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. But, but this is what I wanted to say, too, but I, I don't want to keep you talking to the mic. You just want to go get off the phone and listen. I understand. I know Greg wants you to say. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I'm here, I'm here, it seems, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you can smile, I can't go nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, with Greg, <laughs> you, you're good, you're good. <laughs> you're definitely good. I'm here, Alexis, go ahead. What I was going to say is that what I'm noticing, Greg, like I was saying to Greg last night, and I have said to him before, um, it's different levels of goddesses that are fighting for a throne and fighting for power down here. So it makes me wonder, there must have been different dimensions of goddesses sharing the dimensions above and so below and now battling uh, to have superiority over the domain down here. That's how it's looking to me, what I'm seeing, because there's so much telepathic, psychic mm-hmm. warfare, physical warfare, um, biological warfare, and I'm looking at the fact that many of us may be considered the same race but really are not. There are different species of us and different um, genetic strands of us because we are supposedly of the same. We were not thinking, acting, eating, walking, talking, sleeping, praying the same. We're literally praying P-R-A-Y and then P-R-E-Y on people. I'm seeing these so-called black folks are supposed to be the same as spiritual, and there is another being. They're literally walking beings. So that's I'm like, I'm really just sitting back and peeping this shit. I'm really looking at this because I'm like, okay, I see women on all levels that are manifesting certain chemistries of a goddess. 
but it's in a different yeah. dimension, and it's at a different vibration, but they're saying, I'm the diva, I'm the one, I'm divine, y'all need to get like me, y'all jealous of me, y'all hating on me, y'all want to be me, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to be what you will, I don't want to suck 10 dicks a day. I don't want to sell mm. my pussy. I don't want to get on no porn tape. I don't want to get like you. I mean, that's not unique, really. Anybody and their mama can do that. Hell, they even got dogs getting fucked in the ass on porn tape. They get paid. So, hell, you, your mama, your ass. Lord, have mercy. I mean, it's a girl told me that it was a, it's a white man she know out in California he deal with some top celebrities. He said that it's a, a private service. When they want to, they can hook up with different men, male prostitutes, and then they can, he keep them in a stable. They on call. He got some goddamn German shepherds, some damn pickles. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's about regenerating and degenerating. If you're not regenerating, you're automatically degenerating. And you have to do a double step in order to continue to move up and regenerate. Simultaneous with the regeneration is the degeneration. And if you're not regenerating your energy, then you're automatically degenerating. And that's how you tell a siren, you know, from daughter character or the high priestess. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, daughter Earth is the spirit of character, and if you're not walking in the spirit of character, if you don't have uh, internal security in your own internal power to create your reality, you see, then you will compromise yourself. That is the siren. That means you have mm-hmm. chosen the material master over the spiritual, uh, your spiritual mastery. You see, so we got a lot of insecure people, you know, who are looking at the value of, you know, they're gauging their value based on materialism, and they're insecure uh, and will do anything, will compromise their character, you know, in order to uh, appease the ma of terror, which I call materialism. So uh, uh, those are the sirens that will stroke a man's ego. A man has to come out of his ego in order to come out of the matrix. They told you this in the movie The Matrix. He has to come out of his ego in order to come out of the matrix. And so the sirens are the ones that will stroke his ego, play the damsel in distress, be, you know, uh, you know, cater to his lower-level desires, you know, to keep his desires um, you know, it, uh, his desire for her keeps his desires at a low vibration or in this matrix, you see. Uh, it's daughter character who is going to challenge her man. She's going to set the standards and challenge her man to rise and meet those standards. That is the resurrection. Remember, Trinity resurrected Neil from the dead. That means, uh, uh, and it's only until he is resurrected out of his ego can he be released from the matrix and then come up and be in a position to redeem her. The men are the redeemers. The women are the resurrectors. The woman has to first resurrect him in order for him to be at the level to redeem her, which means to restore her to her proper value and her proper worth, you see. That's how he gains his full empowerment because a man who is not, in balance with his internal, his earth and water, earth is values and water is love, if he is not in balance with the value of his love and he's only operating in his air and water, which is the mental 
programming of the illusion as well as the fire, which is his lower desires, then he can be he becomes mechanical and then he can be um used as a tool against the royal family because all you gotta do is give him a logical reason, you know, and he'll uh move out in his power um and abuse it against the royal family. So before he can be entrusted with his full empowerment, he has to be in balance with his internal. And he does that through his twin soul, his mate, his who is really the high priestess or daughter character that brings him into balance, proves himself um you know, in other words, when he has his the his passions uh and his spirit focused on the value of his love for the royal family, then is when he qualifies to receive his full empowerment. So it's the role well, of the siren. Well, let me tell people to call in because we run out of time. So if they want to hear okay. us talking in the after party, they need to call in now at 347-205-9089 because they won't be able to see anything in the chat in about 15 minutes, just, but they can hear it on the phone. 347-205-9089. But no, what I was going to say was I'm, I'm noticing this, and like you said, the difference between daughter character and the siren. The more I have been looking at these women that are supposedly conscious and supposed to know who they are and all about balance, and most of them got their hair dreaded, they got their hair nappy, natural, and afros, don't wear no makeup, don't get it pressed and curled like I do. But they is full of shit to me. They're walking, talking hypocrites because I practice what I preach, I live what I talk about. They don't. They present the physical image of it, and they talk it, and they read the books, and they can quote the books and the piece, the whole trip. They got the vocabulary down. But when I really sit and listen to the shit they say and I see what they do outside of the public eye, it is very clear that these women are imposters, and they're leading the other women to hell, and they're leading the young women to hell. Because just of the things that they say to me and the attacks that they have given to me verbally, physically, behind the scene, all the lying, the backbiting, the two-faced shit that they do, then they'll suck a dick harder than one of these porn stars will. They just don't have it on tape. I mean, and, and I'm seeing this, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what, especially when I looked at, I, I put a video on my page the other day about Pinky, and it was a video where she had just, finished stripping and had a, a whole bunch of $1 bills stacked up on the um, bed. And some of the women that were supposedly righteous and conscious made comments like, well, I ain't mad at her. You know, it's a tough economy, so she got to get hers. And the first thing I wondered to myself was, wow, so you're really not about what you said you're about. You're full of shit, and you will take the easy way out. Now, like I said, if you want to strip and sell your pussy, that's fine that you're not pretending to be something that you're not. You're saying to me that you're a child. You're basically in a vibration that can rise no higher than your circumstances. So you believe that things get difficult, the quickest, easiest thing, you don't taught yourself to believe you ain't shit. The niggas around you don't taught you to believe basically you ain't shit. And the best thing you can do is suck a dick, then over get fucked in your ass, pop on the motherfucking pole with grease rubbed on the uh, tip of your ass. That's basically what you believe. So since you're in that vibration and you don't believe you can rise any higher than your circumstances that are within that vibration, you feel like you're stuck and you're a victim of the circumstances and the vibration, you're going to suck dick, sell pussy, and pop your ass 
and do porn, and you will attract money based on that vibration of your belief and the emotion and the physical effort that you put in the belief. Anybody can do that. But for a woman to say she's conscious, and then you see a woman making a lot of money, or you see a young girl making a lot of money because she's fucking sucking dicks and popping her greased up pussy and cock on an asshole and titties up on a pole and on the stage for low-level vultures to enjoy and throw her dollars, to me, you're really not where I am, and you are not a resurrected goddess full of honor and integrity because that's the lowest, most filthy gutter bucket level of vagina power that anybody, when they sunk to their lowest low, can vibrate in for a dollar. When you know you are a goddess and when you know you came in from a place of principle, honor, and integrity, and you have your dignity intact, you realize you are not a part of the third-dimensional experience. You're just in it. Just like when you always saying, I'm outside, it's cold as hell. I got 15 minutes to get in the house. I left. I realized I left my key either in the house or at one of the stores I went to. I ain't got no ladder at the neighbor next door. His bald head ass told me he ain't got no goddamn ladder. And he didn't like me. And I told oh. He's like, I can't help you, Mr. Sorry. He had my door freezed up with a T-shirt on it. So I'm sure he ready to be here. He said, my ass. So I'm like, what the fuck I'm going to do? I mean, I'm not going to go out here and suck no dick to get, get a motherfucking uh, master key locker to come out uh, fix the cylinder. So what the fuck I'm going to do? I went to the high. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, Alexis, um, Sister Mara and Alexis, yeah, this is this is this is very powerful. So, what what actually you are saying, Alexis, is that the role that the Matrix have put before. See, I have this sense of that um, we are the very things that we are seeking to change. However, our awareness of it is to the degree that we do not understand the power and level of the vibration in which we bring to it. So as a result of of this type of, of, of energy, then you have uh, the woman Hello? 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 Did what he fall off? Brother? I don't know, Greg. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Oh, Come no. back to the light, Greg. Come back you know, to the light, brother. He just dropped Greg. off. He'll probably call back. Yep, he'll call back. He'll probably call this back. Is this is my when I look at it, and I'm like, this is a child. When I look at these women stripping and counting money, I'm like, this is so pathetic to me. And for the, the conscious women to encourage it and say, hey, well, the economy is tough. You do what you got to do. And I'm like, is that all you can really say? No, is no, no, no. That's really that's given into the that, that's given into the maw of terror, and that's the insecurity. See, the black woman especially was put at the bottom of the totem pole in her value because in spiritual opposite, we are as the highest of values. So in this illusion, we had to be put at the bottom. So we've been made insecure in our value. So when you see people, women compromising themselves like that, that means they have a serious insecurity within themselves uh, in their own ability, you know, to create their own power. They don't understand the more they compromise their internal power, you know, uh, the more they're at the mercy of these lower level of vibrations. So it's about an insecurity, uh, you know, uh, and not trusting the power that they have within 
you know, as long as they stay true to the spirit of character, they can activate the, a higher level vibrational power. Those that are insecure about that, um, you know, and look at money as the highest. I, I think money is just, uh, you know, and you're talking about the conscious women that um, that perpetuate and, and validate this younger girl's, um, you know, uh, going out and prostituting herself. Um, I call them the, the, the lady in the red dress, that the, the ones that lead you out only to lead you further back in uh, to the matrix, you see. There's so many different layers, you know, yes. of how we have to come out, how we, the levels we have to come to. Uh, it's an infinite process, and you, you never get there. Um, you have to make that transformation, which means the death of the old and a rebirth of the new at a higher level. You know, uh, your spirit is the one that will give you the guidance on how to continue to transform in all the areas where you have those insecurities and you're holding on, you know, to the programming, because that's what it is, a programming of this illusion. Now we have to trust what we feel more than what we think. Because what we feel is coming from the internal or the soul realm. It's the one that keeps you in touch with that earth and water or the value of your feelings or your love. But when we only are guided by the influence of the external, the air and the fire, that's a programming. You know, we've bought into the programming. So now we have to come out of the head and go into what we feel. We have to start trusting what we feel more than what we think because we have been programmed in this illusion through the external pressure, you know, to be in this issue about power. It's like these women that are talking this stuff and that I watch them, they're telling me what what sacred healing and shamanic healing classes and shit they done went through, that I ain't went through, graduated, you know, got their degree and shit, rubbing it up in my face, telling me what the fuck they know and who they know, but um, they suck a dick when the wind blows. You see what I'm saying? Man. And that's still external. They're, they're getting all their power from the external, Alexis. They're getting all their power from the external. They have an illusion of their power by compromising and catering to external factors. And that's no, what I you know. will do if you're not secure within, you see. No, no, I know, but this yeah. is what I'm saying. These are the ones that I see watching, that are saying this, and that I see encouraging mm-hmm. this, because I know that they mm-hmm. feel like they're at a loss. And the point I'm making is, if they have went through the womb healing, done stuck all kind of herb and shit and grease up in their ass to clean mm-hmm. their pussy out, hey. how they sanctify the pussy, but you still around here fucked up, empty, talking about... You gonna try, you trying to figure out how you gonna make some money and you glorify somebody that's selling motherfucking pussy and I'm not saying you should give it away either but it should still be from a place of honor and integrity because what these women are not understanding and and really getting on a deeper level understanding like I'm seeing it this shit is really not yours and these women say yeah. like I listen to these rap songs these women are like yeah well um I got Gucci product I got all this money and these shoes and these cars from selling my pussy so they feel like that's power. But what they don't realize is you still saying you ain't shit and that you don't have yeah. no power 
and that you selling yourself out, you still being a fucking slave. You still being pimped out because they making you reverse the science on your motherfucking self. And you still yeah. have to dig up in your ass and dig up in your fucking root chakra and disrupt and destroy your goddamn root chakra and pull yourself inside out to get their motherfucking paper. Thus, you still being a goddamn slave because to get yeah. their paper that you saying you tricking and punking these niggas, they yeah. still got to dig up in your ass and you got to consent and dig up in your soul every time you want to get their paper. So you saying you playing them, but you still a motherfucking slave being played every time you stretch your ass. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. You back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I I, I mean, I couldn't miss this for the world. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm actually, thank you. You know, they let me back in here. I, I must have some good values here. I got back in, okay? I got kicked mm-hmm. out and got kicked back in. So, yeah, this is very powerful with, with you know, the dialogue going on here. And basically, I would like to hear from the public, but... Speaking of it, this whole thing of the external versus the internal is the emotion versus the intellect, and we are in a feeling-oriented, intuitive self, and being a Virgo, I publicly say this, in terms of the logic, in terms of this whole sense of self, uh, it has yeah. oftentimes been one of my major challenges as, a, as with the red serpent energy and the yellow seed energy and with a number four energy with a cosmic tone of 13, uh, creating universal movement, it has oftentimes been very much, uh, even though it appears that it's a logic thing going on, actually there's a lot of feeling that happens yeah. when one breaks through what Sister Meyer was speaking of, you all are speaking of, to that realm of understanding. When you get over there to the next realm, and it's very hard for folks to see what you see because they ain't there. All right? Yeah. And that's kind of like when they reverse the science and say, well, come and get a piece of paper, and unless you know, I got more paper than Carter got liver pills, okay? Yep. So yep. it's like when folks, you know, sell you the paper, uh, it's only because of understanding that the resurrection and the redeeming comes through the head and the heart integrating each other to create spirit, to, to create that elixir, to create that chi, that primordial chi. Uh, yeah. of, of this energy, uh, this cosmological energy, which moves space and time, which gives uh, even the sisters who we consider aware or non-aware, the spirit of, of the daughters is moving through, uh, uh, out each and every one of them, and it's the denial, blaming, rationalizing, and lying and fabric creating yeah. that's reinforced by the matrix, yeah. which drives the addictive behavior, you see. And yeah. so what happened when we speak of addiction, then you have to go back to the term in which addiction comes from, which uh, goes back to the time of Atticati. Addiction comes from the Latin term, a Roman term called Atticati. Atticati comes from the term of saying that during the time of Christ, you know, this whole mythology. Oh, by the way, Sister Myra, I totally love you for saying the myths, but, you know, myths are real, okay? Uh, yes. That's I yes. myths are real, okay? Because yes, I understand yes. the dynamics that you cannot have a myth unless there's a the reality of some type of social yes. challenge that it was built yes. out of, okay? okay. So yes. when we speak of, of Christ, you know, when we speak of addiction, we go back to adicati, which means to give one power over to something which one feels compelled or thinks that it's greater than the self. All yes. right? And so when one 
gives oneself over to something that they feel is greater than the self on the first, second, and third realm, uh, as, as we were speaking of earlier in lectures, then we begin to get into the whole notion that we're talking about one-third uh, or one-fourth of the cosmological dimension that has nothing to do with the higher level of consciousness in terms of where the, uh, the transformation is taking place. So when you see the sisters and they say, well, the brothers or whatever, you know, they're saying, well, I'm this, I'm that, I got this, I got that. What we're actually seeing here is an intellectualization of spirituality in reverse of itself, demonstrating that the program of the matrix runs so deep that the reason Neo couldn't cross the way at first is because of the fact he did not accept the reality of his mission. And yes. so this is what we are all faced with, particularly when it comes to, to looking at the transformation and global transformation, uh, is whether or not we can become dream makers, <laughs> you see, and, and, and skywalkers, you know, whether we can become illuminaries and cosmologists to the degree that we are dream makers, and dream makers are people who have the ability to be humanitarian enough in their whole global vision that they're able to see and become the actual change that they want to see happen. Wait a minute, Greg, yes. hold on. Let me, let me see a week since you want to hear from somebody. Ghost politics, did you want to say something, or are you just listening? A three-and-a-half-inch pink wet willy while you're sitting over there with a 15... 15- okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, hey, but you you see, this is what I'm talking about, this global transformation. So really, see, that was a visceral reaction to a spiritual reality. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. When they say the flesh fights the spirit, it's not lying, you see, um, because when you can't serve two masters, that means, you know, when you take the energy from a lower vibration and take it up high, then the 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 physical half or the lower is going to try to bite you in the ass just to try to get that energy back, you see. So, you know, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, uh, Greg, about us opening up gateways, that we open up the gateway. Any of us have an enlightenment or a higher vibrational thought or epiphany, you see, what, what we actually do is releasing that energy. We're opening those gateways, and now others have access to it. So, hey, we um, have a phone. You know, we're doing a live show. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes. Okay, I was trying to tell my friend I want him to call in. Well, let me see if anybody else has any um, comment. 267, are you just listening? Do you have a question or comment? Area code 267? Okay. Uh I don't see the number, just Akasha. Do you have a question or comment? 910, do you have a question or comment? Okay, 610. Do you have a question or comment, 610? Yes, I do. Thank you for allowing me to come on here today. I just, I'm so glad that you pointed that out about a lot of things that are going on with people, you know, stating one thing and there's something else. And nobody's really mm-hmm. asking for perfection, but I know what you're saying about walk your walk. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to bring up something else that came uh, light to me in my mind about, you know, the whole, <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to put it out there. To me, it's like the more of the subconscious community. The shit is ridiculous on a mm-hmm. lot of levels. 
and I'm gonna explain mm-hmm. why. What happens is you have one side of these guys sitting there, you know, and they, you know, they say this matriarchal, this matriarchal, that, but they still hold some of those patriarchal values, like the guys over here yeah. and the guys is over there. They complement each other, and there is be yeah. like an energy divisiveness. So if everybody is bickering, how the hell are you gonna give birth to new beings if y'all mad at each other? It's just crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is very true. That's true. Um, uh, and that's why I say it's time to pass the baton. See, Daddy, uh, the father who is, brings the information to the table, but it's the mama who has to serve it up. You see, and we just haven't gotten enough of the uh, the, the the father energy or the external, the masculine, you know, ready to p- pass that baton. And that deals with the air and fire, which deals with information, knowledge, and knowing, um, you know, and your passion. So, um, you know, so this is the uh, masculine not wanting to give way to the feminine. Um, you know, they want to just continue to bring information to the table. Well, pretty soon, um, you know, you can only abuse it. When you've mastered on one end and you don't cross over to the opposite end to put it into balance and make it complete, then it becomes abusive, you see. So mm-hmm. right now, all the, if they don't pass it or go to the opposite end, then all they're going to do is to be arguing over details. Everybody's going to bring what they know to the table, and they have nothing left to do but to debate and argue about what they know, and that's how it's become abusive. So when you get to the full mastery on one end, you have to be able to cross over to the opposite end. And the masculine don't want to do that. They don't want to go. uh, Masculine likes logic and reason, so they don't want to go into the internal hidden realm of the feeling. Um, you know, they don't have mastery over, they don't know, so they got to come out of the knowing uh, into this from this knowing realm and go into right. the hidden realm, and that's where we're having a problem with them doing, coming, I, going into I that agree realm with you a thousand percent. And even to elaborate yeah. more, more on that, um, I had my chart done, I'm a, I'm a Gemini, and it took yeah. me years to figure out, you know, because as you know, each a different uh, quote-unquote sign or star energy, you know, has uh, another hidden part to it. So I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, I'm like, Catherine and Pollock, like, what the hell are two dudes going to do together? This doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So I started digging deeper and then started to, you know, just, I'm just going by, you know, just different, um, you know, just different, I'm just going by, you know, the common names, but, you know, the energy is, you know, still aligned. But I'm talking about the masculine and the feminine feminine, Hermes yes. and Aphrodite, Hermaphrodite, but not in that sense of speaking from the physical aspect. Yes. From the, yes, you know, the uh, feminine creative energy and that masculine drive, you know what I mean, and getting that yes. together and becoming like, you know, completing your own person. Because a lot of Gemini's yes. I know, they like, you know, as soon as I say that, oh, my God, oh, you're a scatterbrain. I say, I get more shit done yes. you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, well, and see, like, and, and Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Uh, and Jim, and, and that is like a, a um, uh, that 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 is like balancing the two. Gemini is also the sign of discernment. They are the ones that can discern the physical illusion from the spiritual reality. So uh, that's the Gemini gateway you have to get through 
in order to get cross over into mama or to the cancer realm. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be able to get through that Gemini gateway, which is that gateway where you see the warrior going through, and if he's not going through uh, pure and hard, then two beams of light come out and strike him down. You see bones all around that gateway. That's the Gemini gateway. That means you have to be able to go through that Gemini gateway. It's the sign of the conscious mind or the sign of understanding. So you have to go through that gateway in full understanding of what's real spiritually versus what is false or what is illusionary in this physical realm. So it's the sign of learning. Yes. Yes, yes, Sister Myra? Yes. Hello? Yes, Yes, I'm here. Yeah, and speaking on that whole Gemini piece, it shared to me in my heart and spirit then that the Aphrodite versus the the Hermes piece is actually the transmutation as the transformation and transmutation. Of those mm-hmm. collectively communicating, networking, and bringing news and information to the individual yes. about their whole self. You see, yes. their complete self, their mind, yes. body, spirit, awareness. And so traditionally, when you look at the cosmologies, you have to basically look at not only in terms of the Gemini, the fun, the games, the happiness, the uh, that soft side, which could be considered that feminine, intuitive side, uh, and also looking at that external self, which, you know, drives that whole uh, feeling of perpetuity of youthfulness and self-expression through writing, through the arts, through music, or, you know, creating uh, some external product, uh, which leads us to unite the twin. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that's interesting because... Uh, Gemini um, is the like, like I said, it's the sign of discernment. It's the one that oh, in the in the Tarot deck, in the major arcana cards, the Tarot deck, Gemini represents the lovers of the zodiac. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking about being able to discern who your true mate is versus the illusion of who your mate is. Like I said, yeah. the siren from daughter character. You see, that's so right. the siren is going to be the one that strokes your ego, gives you an illusion of power, and runs you into the rocks where the uh, your true mate is the one that's going to uh, help elevate you in your values so that you now uh, prove yourself worthy of uh, gaining full empowerment. So, yes. That's right. Hold on, y'all. I want to make sure I get to everybody. 267, did you have a question or comment, Eric code 267? Okay, y'all go ahead. Yes, I have no question. Yes, and, and speaking uh, on Gemini, I, I see what we're, and Sister Mari, you, you spoke very, very pointedly to that um, in, in terms of the twins uh, of the head and the heart of, of yes. looking at this versatility, this curiosity uh, versus this settledness yes. and this subtleness. Uh, it's a connecting of the Gemini, which brings out the divine, which, which I uh, think would say uh, the muse, you know, this this whole lover piece for this creativity. So really yeah. there's a whole feeling piece uh, that when you look at the lover, you know, Gemini yeah. being the lover, you are actually yeah. seeing the integration uh, of, of transmutative power that yeah. seeks on the rising of the air. 
you know, or or, yeah. or, the, uh, or descending and ascending of that male female energy, uh, clearing yeah. up an awareness, you know. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm, here, right here. Here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Hello. Yes, we are. Yeah. We can hear. We okay. can hear you. Yeah, I, I was going in and out. So the Gemini piece is a very important piece uh, in terms of understanding the right new brain and the integration of the left new brain because here you have these twin lobes that's actually happening here, and the right brain side they're representing. Uh, that whole artistic, synthesizing, creative, spatial, normative relationship, and that left side representing, and these lobes are not uh, exclusive of one another, but I'm breaking them out in terms of truly understanding how someone can say, well, you were just analytical a few moments ago, now you're like having fun and creativity and you're all over the place, you know. So basically that left side representing the analytical, quantitative, uh, intellectual, and verbal type of relationship, that rational self, uh, that drives and subdues the, the animal uh, brain that is so often uh, described as taking over that whole physical self of the Gemini. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. And right. um, you, are co- you guys are cousins because um, both Gemini and Virgo uh, has a planetary ruler. Mercury is the planetary ruler. And Mercury mm-hmm. is considered the magician of the zodiac, so um, you know, uh, uh, one is more, um, you know, you both are very mental uh, because Mercury represents the conscious mind, uh, but uh, uh, but the Virgo is going to deal uh, from the sensitivity, where the Gemini is going to be um, more dealing from pure um, mental, you see, more mental. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I got a comment. Shire, <laughs> yes. Um, first off, y'all dropping it like it's hot over here. That's what I wanted to say. So somebody, I was just looking around wondering where everybody was standing up playing the flowers at. <laughs> Shire, you know how in the morning time they be you know, you be looking at Good Morning America and they be sitting there all calm and stuff and you got all them people behind the window just going crazy. That's why I was like, I'm out here in the window. I'm just looking and we going crazy out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I might not have been running my mouth tonight. You know what I'm saying? But I know it's going know. For, for the listening audience out here. Boy, we getting a treat. So I have to come in and say I'm so happy and grateful. As Sister Myra and Haki and all the other guests and Alexis, y'all have y'all are murdering them in a good way. You know what I'm saying? And I just and my whole thing was like like we started the show, like Sister Myra just said, and and the brother made that point about people got the sisters and the brothers separated because they don't know that teamwork makes the dream work. Once we get back to that as a family and we understand that teamwork makes the dream work and we start having these holistic relationships where there's no abuse of power and yeah. and and both parties are coming in contributing and sharing sharing together. Oh my goodness gracious. That's what I mean, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm 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 throwing the mic. Y'all go ahead and do what y'all do. I just, I just, I just want to chime in from nine one zero. Just down here chilling back here with the, uh, uh, with the chickens. That's all. Thank you very much. 
Tyre, one thing, you. like you said, that I did not say, I have to give thanks to Original Native Radio. Thank you very much, Original Native Radio at OriginalNativeRadio.com. Thank you, Tyre, um, for this. You made this possible. Thank you so much hey, for allowing vagina me. power, baby. Vagina power. That, that, old, that old black mother. Good God Almighty. Triple stage. We, me and you going to do a show. Me, you, and Samara going to hockey. We're going to do a show called Triple Stage Darkness. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all better get ready when it wins. Y'all say, Triple Stage Darkness. Look at that. I'm going to be dressed in black. Alexis going to have on black. Samara going to come out with the black. Hockey going to have the black on, man. My cigar. I'm telling you. All right, my fault. I didn't mean to let that cat out the bag like that. I'm sorry. I, my 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 bag. Uh, it's okay. Y'all go ahead and back to what y'all was doing. I want to thank all the people who came on the line tonight. Thank y'all for staying for the after party, the three four sevens, the three one threes, the two one sevens. Y'all popping tonight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, I know they got the notebooks out. They got the notebooks out because I got mine out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you get like-minded people, you know, coming together and contributing, you know, in their mastery. You see, um, that's, uh, like I said, the one and all and the all in one. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we vibe and feed off of each other. And, uh, you know, the, she will activate something in me. I will activate something in him. He will activate something in all of us. So that's how it rolls when you're talking, you know, yeah. from the same level, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, this is so powerful. I'm glad. And thank you again, uh, Alexis, for inviting me on your show. Uh, thank you, Greg, so much for hijacking my damn mama. She, You just took over the damn show, <laughs> took my mama from me, stepped up two things on an hour after me.
Hello? We here. Yeah. We Okay, we whatever here. you want, Alexis. You climb through the window, so I'm with you. <laughs> with the key on the floor at the door. <laughs> we 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 should have known this show was gonna be something else because she had just climbed through that window, man, and everything <laughs> symbolic. I look at everything symbolic, so you know we should have known then that it was something something major opening up. You know, for yeah, her to climb through that window. Yes. I mm-hmm. think I'm here. Well, Kelly, I think you was the first one that I told. And then Haki was on the text. I had to tell Haki on the text. And, and when I told Kyrie, he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to call in for you. And I'm going to get the show rolling. I'll tell you, coming. I'm just playing some music. He was like, I lost my key the other night, too. And it was right in the door. You there, Kyrie? Hey. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. But the crazy thing, I, I, now I got to get into my metaphysical a little bit. When I came, like, my mama was, if she would leave the house, she would always leave, like, Christian music playing to make people think that she was in the house. So she's out of town this week. So I got so I got my music playing, and I had some nice... I had some nice prayers just pumping real loud in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody would have came up in here, they'd be like, oh, no, we ain't running up in there. We don't see no car. But the keys was in the door because I had left out, locked the door, and then went and got in the car. And I was like, ooh, I forgot something. Went back, put my key in the door, opened the door, got the stuff, then came back out and closed the door. Left my keys all in the door and everything. But that goes to show that spirit was still in control of the whole thing. It wasn't even because, like, when you do the right work, you have a hedge around your work. When you're working yeah. in the spirit, then you have a hedge around your work, so can't no harm even come to you in the first place. And I was like, man, oh. the keys are all up in the door. I was just like, boy, my mama would have seen this, I'd have been dead. But well, she didn't see it, so it was all keys. good. I left my keys in the door like that, too, the other day. You know, what? I came in the door. Yeah, I came in the door, and then, you know, I started doing whatever, whatever, and then when I went for my keys, they weren't I couldn't find them, and so I opened the door and looked, and sure enough, they were still hanging in the door. So mm. some funny things going on when they come to these keys, and I don't believe mm. in coincidences so, at all. Why were you so cool, Kair, when it was like, what, one minute and Kair, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think we're going to have to cancel the show. You like, look out. I, I'm going to call in. I'll, we'll just play the music till you get it. Oh, like, what do you mean? Why? Because this is original native radio, baby. We do everything original. I, we done, we done seen it all. That was that was minor. That was my pleasure. When you gave me it, that was my. That was just like playing with something. I was just like, oh, thank you. I was oh, thank you, girl. Ain't no problem. Boop, 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 boop. I had to upload some songs and everything. Look, y'all better be back tomorrow night for the Duke of Tears. I just got about 40 oh, new sounds. Uh, uh, sound bites tomorrow. Tomorrow night show gonna be off the chain. I will be in the building because I am a Duke of Tears fan. Y'all better be up in the place. Alexa didn't even tell me she got my man come up here tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'll be on the front row tomorrow. Y'all better just scoot over. I'm be on the front row tomorrow. Charlie, you got some sound bites for the show? Oh, wait till you. Oh Lord, wait till tomorrow. Cause I, I was on the road today. I was on the road. I had to go make some travel arrangements. I had to talk to my client. I was helping one of the goddesses. I got a new goddess client down in um, Dallas, Texas, and we taking the mm. same Baltimore energy from resurrecting the goddess, and I'm focused. So tomorrow, I'll tell you, I'm hard-headed now. Once I get on something, 
I ain't getting off of it. So, but I, I, I got some work for in the background, and tomorrow the show gonna be so fire. Cause I'm gonna just let Alexa just play with the music. I ain't even gonna touch nothing. Y'all, well, y'all gonna have to call in and be like, say something, girl. Stop playing all that music. Play with it. But y'all gonna be jamming though. That's all I'm gonna tell you. It's gonna be crazy. You know what? A wonderful vibration, um, family vibration. It's happening, you guys. We we are coming together in the way that we're meant to. We're all balancing out our energy, and um, you know this is beautiful. It's just a preview to what's in store. You know what's to come. With uh, we will officially be into the Aquarian age at December twenty first of this year. So. Um, Aquarius is the, is the last air sign, so that gives us the highest mm-hmm. outreach uh, for spiritual information. Uh, Aquarius is the sign of evolution, so it's time for our evolution. Uh, so um, it's happening. We're coming together in the way that we need to in order to step up, you know, as the new rulers for the new age. Oh, so, mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, Sister Mara, I tell you, Alexis, this has been this has been very, very good for me. Um, yes. We have to sit down and uh, dialogue continuously. Um, it's, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Yes. Um, yes. I have been uh, downloaded a lot today, um, and I got some help for you when we get off the line too one of these days. But basically. Um, when we were speaking, you seen December 21st, 2012. I was doing the numbers the other night, and I looked at uh, December of 2021 and looking at yes. that nine-year shift, and, and when you yes. do the numbers, you pretty much come out with the reverse transformation, I mean the only transformation of 2012, you know, for a complete, um, you know, transmutative type of behavior. So um, at some point in time, I would definitely like uh, for us to all sit down and, and share this knowledge that we have uh, collectively. And it has been my honor, Alexis. Thank you so much. I've been attempting to uh, get to know Alexis for about 15 years with my so beautiful. Um, yeah. So and and finally getting on the show has been an honor. Uh, I'm humbled by it, uh, and thank you all very much. And I. Send you all love, peace, and light. Yes. Wonderful. Same here. You know, it's mutually, mutually, um, I, I have mutual respect and I feel the mutual benefit of everything that you brought and shared with us. And uh, like I said, I can definitely feel our harmonization and it is wonderful, you know, to, to see, you know, what's coming together you know, for this new age. So it was a wonderful experience tonight. I had not, I was supposed to be on here 30 minutes, wasn't I, Alexis? But <laughs> <laughs> everything, it was all so intriguing and, you know, and so engaging, you know. There was just no way I could make my way away from this conversation uh, like I'm getting ready to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I love you all. Um, you know, love I consider you my family, and um, yeah. you know, I can definitely tell we're coming from the same uh, vibrational level because that's what made it so dynamic tonight. So I'm looking forward to many more of these, you know, coming about. Yeah. Love you all, and I'm going to make my exit, and I will see you again next week. Thank yes, you. Okay. All righty. Peace. All right. Everybody. Peace. When you get ready to go, because I'm a car, I'm going to get off the show, Greg. Okay.
Well, we got all the lines open. Does anybody want to say anything before we go? If anybody wants to get on here and give Alexis a big shout-out, please press 1, and we will open your mic up. We ain't here balling until we falling. We thank y'all for holding on tonight. It has been terrific, but we definitely want. I see some three four holes up in there, some four six nine. Big shout outs and shout out to two oh five and three one three and four seven and four four and four five. Thank y'all for coming by tonight and building with us. But if you definitely want to give us a shout, just go ahead and press one, and we'll open your mic up. Well, Alexis, that must be it then, baby. You done already, you done already said enough. You done already murdered the game already. Shoot. <laughs> put the cigar in the ashtray. Just put the cigar in the ashtray. You ain't got to smoke it all the way out. Put it in the ashtray. Okay. <laughs> Don't drop it some more with my brother. I see, uh, I see the Duke of Fears tomorrow night. Okay. No, I'm here. I'm waiting. No, you want to talk to my friend? I'm going to call you. Okay. Because nobody else wants to say, yeah, it's been heavy. Boy, it's been heavy. Thank you for supporting me, Kyrie. Who, like, you, who you helped me stay balanced? Y'all all helped me stay balanced and focused because I wanted to scream. I had gotten so upset. I'm glad I stayed focused so I could um, get in my house. <laughs> Thank you so much. I wouldn't have been able to do this without y'all because I was getting ready to, like, say, Kyrie just canceled. And you was like, nope. Keep it going. Oh, and I'm like, what? We don't, we don't do that. Uh, team, teamwork makes no, the dream work, baby. And relaxation is the key. That's why relaxation is the key. You know what I mean? The sponsor. The sponsor had the whole show under control. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, relaxation is the key, baby. We had we got we had all that. Yeah, I'm over here um messing with the sound effects right now. I'm over here editing and getting ready for tomorrow's show. You ready to go find some? Tears. Um, I'm in. The, I'm. I'm in the building now. These are my hours. So you know, okay, I got so some things I got to get done. It. Yeah, got don't some other big events popping off too. I got to let y'all know something about something going on in Atlanta, first of March. I ain't gonna tell nobody really? yet. I got to get the final word, but y'all get ready. Okay. okay. You gonna tell? All right, we gonna, gonna go ahead and um. Let me see. We played a little music, Soul Child. I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all. I, I, I had an old secret cut for y'all, but. I'm going to let y'all, we're going to take it out on this sexual energy by my teacher, Senyata Saraswati. And this is how we get down over here at Shindal Energy Arts. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience 
If you are not sexual, you cannot be spiritual. Because it takes energy to be spiritual. It takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions of have master that. And in this way we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime.
Yeah, yeah, yeah.